0: All right, everyone welcome, welcome today. I have a very special guest on who I just feel absolutely blessed that she agreed to come on. so you're gonna hear a story today of just pure hope and and really just no bullshit no excuses and and you know we're very straightforward here. We tell it like it is. My patient, Tammy, will tell it to you like it is to what what spurred this on is when I was talking to her last week for a follow-up, a couple of weeks ago for a follow-up. And I got to tell you, as we start talking, immediately in my head was people need to hear this. So, you know, God placed it on my heart. You got to get this woman on here because other people who are struggling, who are maybe making excuses in their mind as to why they can't get better, why they can't do this, why they can't change, why they can't make their own food and, and cook and eat a little bit better. They absolutely need to hear this story. Are you finally at your wits end where you are tired of dealing with doctor after doctor? Like you don't even believe it, but I promise you, I promise you, we will take good care of you. So click the link in the show notes, book a call today, and we'll be talking to you soon. So I want you to hold on to that one second. Before we dive into Tammy's story, I want to give you a very important piece of advice for the current viral situation, the pandemic and hypothyroidism and Hashimoto. So, really interesting study that I stumbled upon. Really, it was published in September 2020. So, it was published a while ago, but we're just kind of seeing it right now. Analyze the relationship between thyroid conditions like hypothyroidism, Hashimoto's, and hyperthyroidism and the severity of COVID infections. It says, since it's common knowledge at this point that having health conditions like diabetes, obesity, high blood pressure put you at much higher risk for severe COVID outcomes, it's not a surprise that this particular study did, in fact, find a higher risk of severe COVID for people with thyroid conditions. So, this study concluded that having any type of thyroid condition, either low or high, can both cause dysregulation of the innate immune system response. So, that is your your body's first response. That's when your body goes, hey, there's something coming in. There's something bad here. There's something that we've been exposed to. So that innate immune system response leading to an increased risk of infection and also increased severity of COVID. In addition, they concluded that people with thyroid conditions have higher levels of pro-inflammatory cytokines, which can lead to more severe COVID outcomes. So that cytokine response, that inflammatory response that happens when a any patient contracts COVID, that there is this, it's like a cascade of inflammatory pac men little cytokines. And we're seeing with, this study shows it, and we are seeing it too. I mean, we're definitely seeing it in private practice. I've discussed with my nurse practitioner, she's seeing increased Hypothyroid symptoms post COVID. We're seeing people's adrenals and thyroid glands just tank after they have COVID. We definitely see TSH values increase post COVID. So we're we're really seeing right now that hyper and hypothyroid are comorbidities and risk factors for COVID. So if it was a question before, it's not now. We've known this since September 2020 when this was released. I apologize for just getting this to you now, but it was just brought to my attention now. So, what I did was, I put again a free downloadable guide in the description in the show notes. And you can click on that and at least get started on those core supplements that we know improve your resistance, improve your immune system that, that build that, that fortress, so to speak in your body to support that innate immune system thing, simple things like zinc, like vitamin D, like vitamin C, like melatonin. I mean, these are the core supplements that we know support a person's immune system and make them more resilient if they do catch it and also make them more, we'll say protected against catching it. So I wanted to throw that out there because that was brought to my attention today. welcome to the Thyroid Fix podcast. I'm your host, Amy Horniman, functional medicine practitioner, functional nutritionist, and thyroid and weight loss expert. We're talking all things thyroid, hormone, and health-related in order to empower, educate, and transform you. So if you're ready to get your life back, then let's get started. So now on to Tammy's story of hope. I want you all to listen up, please, because I promise you this is going to give you just a new perspective on your life. You know what? Sometimes I'm a firm believer that sometimes we need a different perspective placed on us when we start to get into that self-defeating self pity mode and we just need kind of slapped around a little bit and shown a different way of looking at things and a different way of looking at life to change our outlook on on our reality because really i mean it just it, our reality is our perception of our world and then that becomes our own reality so tammy's going to show you and tell you that definitely what what is actually going on does not have to defeat you so tammy just to kind of give you a brief background yes, she has Hashimoto's. She lost a son. I'll let her go into the details of that just briefly, however she wants to go into that. And um, her other son is in prison for life over drugs. She's taking care of both of her parents, dealing with Hashimoto's. She still prepares her food. She looks up recipes, she is a true overcomer of Hashimoto's. She has lost 30 pounds. Her energy is better. But Tammy, I mean, your thing that you said to me, the one point that you said to me last week, well, two points, stress is going to be there, but you have to minimize it. And one day a week, you do such good self-care, you do nothing except take a walk if you want to. You turn your phone off. You shut the world out. There's no bills, no anything. And I think that that is an example of self-care. So I wanted to touch on those points. But now I want you to speak. And please tell everybody your story, your tragic loss, how you're dealing with it. And we're just going to kind of talk here and let this conversation flow.
1: Well, first of all, thank you for having me on. I'm more than happy to tell my story. And, you know, uh, life's hard. It's tough. And um, I could be having a pity party for myself the rest of my life. I've chosen not to, but I'll, I'll start telling you my story. I'm 62 years old, and I lost Our son, um, 18 years ago, he was 21, our oldest son. It was horrific going through the grief process, and it took like me four years to get well. Uh, I didn't think I was going to make it, quite frankly, neither did my husband. But I'm here. I made it through it, and I I credit a lot of that. I went to Compassionate Friends. That's just for uh, a group that parent, for people that have lost their children. Uh, little did I know that my second son, to deal with his brother, he went to drugs, heroin. Uh, it, it, it was a real battle for 13 years with him. He'd go off and uh, on uh, heroin, and he had two little girls, and I helped raise them, plus worked a full-time job. Little did I know I was wearing myself out. Uh, I It added to my Hashimoto's. And I didn't know I had it till seven, eight years ago. Mm-hmm. He, uh, you know, robbed a store, committed a, a really bad crime. He ended up in prison for life. Here we go again. I had to uh, go through that and, and grieve that. It took two, three years to get better there. Just all this heartache. And now my parents are elderly. I go down there as much as I can, me and my husband and help. And I still work part time a little bit, a couple hours a day. How I found out I had Hashimoto's, um, I was eating a piece of chicken. And luckily, my husband was home. And it got caught in my throat. And I couldn't get it out. Mm -hmm. And I, I couldn't talk. And I kept you know, uh, just taking my hand and going like this, my face was all red. And my husband knew I was choking to death. I was getting ready to pass out. And he did the Heimlich maneuver and got it out, or I I wouldn't have been speaking to you today. Mm -hmm. So um, I went to the doctor, my throat, you know, I had problems and all that. And they said, well, you have thyroid nodules sent me to Pittsburgh. They did a biopsy. I didn't have cancer. And they just let me go home. And I said, you know, I got to have more. So I went to another doctor and they said, well, you have Hashimoto's. And I had no idea what Hashimoto's was. I do now. Right. And so, uh, you know, they put me on different thyroid meds. T4 didn't work for me. It just didn't work at all.
0: Really? does, Yeah.
1: uh, You know, some people may do well on it. I didn't. And so I was on my thyroid medicine and uh, I got really sick. And here I had candida, I had gut dysbiosis and I had Mm Epstein-Barr and I lost 40 pounds and I thought I was going to die. So I went to three other doctors and they didn't know what was wrong with me and they knew it was candida, but they didn't treat it well. Let's put it that way. And I knew nothing about it. So I, here I was in another battle. I went to a functional medical doctor, which cost me lots of money that I didn't really have. I had to borrow it with diet. And what he told me to do, I beat it. It took me a couple years, Mm -hmm. but I got better. And I'm I'm here talking to you because I went to him. I don't believe I would be sitting here talking to you if I didn't go to him. And they said a lot of times this comes along with Hashimoto's, you know, Epstein Barr virus. You really have to make up your mind um, and. You want to tell yourself, I'm a victor. I'm not a victim. I started saying positive sayings to myself. And I thought, do I want to live for 25 more years, 80 to 90 percent healthy? Or do I want to stay back here where I'm at? And I know I've been through hard things. I can sit back here and feel sorry for myself the rest of my life. Or I can make up my mind to get out of bed every day, get up and go on and do the best I can in life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and exactly. I made up my mind, I was going to live. I was going to go on. I, I make a lot of my own food. You know, I make my own bone broth. Chicken wings are really great. I um, put them in a pot, pot overnight, drain it all. And I put it in a refrigerator. The fat comes to the top and it's just like gelatin.
0: Oh, well, there you go. And that's chicken- and it, that's a big thing, Tammy. I mean, you, you're you talking about like, oh yeah, I make my own bone broth. Not a big deal. But I mean, I don't even have the time to make bone broth. I would like to, but I just end up buying it in the little boxes because I don't have the time, but he, you are finding the time. So we'll, we'll start actually in the present and we'll work our way back to, to the loss of your first son, which is, I mean, in and of itself, that would cause some people to go into the fetal position and never take care of themselves again. And I mean, well, that's a tragic loss, but you're, you're actually, you've overcome that. You've overcome a second loss. Basically, like you said, you were grieving your son going to prison, a second oh, yeah. loss. Yeah. I mean, how do you, I guess I, I have multiple questions for you. First of all, how do you prioritize the time to take care of yourself, to make your food, to make bone broth, to, to you know, pre-make meals because you're still working part-time? How do you how do you find that time and the drive to do so?
1: Um, I, I I would rather have a good quality of life uh, than not. Uh, that's important to me. I like to take walks. I like to be out in the sun. I like to be outside. Uh, we have a couple dogs, you know, that we love. They're part of our family, and I like to be around and see my granddaughters get married and go to college. That gives me drive there, mm-hmm. and. Um, Is it easy? No. And I made up my mind. I shut my cell phone off at night. I don't answer calls after 9, 8.30 or 9. I um, turn it back on when I get up in the morning. Usually on Sundays, except for yesterday, it was our birthday. I didn't cook. We did go out to a nice restaurant Mm -hmm. and took my granddaughter's. I I just think it's important. I take one day a week, which is usually Sunday, and I do nothing, maybe take a walk or cook a couple meals to do me three or four days. I just plain rest and kind of shut the rest of the world out. And I know I feel for mothers that have children at home and they work. Uh, and I, I know it's hard, it is, but you just have to say, you know, you just have to if you have a husband that'll help you for an hour, you know, take some time out an hour a day or every other day. Just mm-hmm. do something for you. Take a walk, you know, uh, you know, turn your cell phone off. Just zone out. Do some right. yoga, you know, take a bubble bath, you know, take a walk with a friend. Just do something you love. If it's sitting down, doing word puzzles, you know, you, you just have to have that time for yourself. And, you and that's that's. What I did, I make it a priority. I was so sick uh, that I I just said no. Something's got to go, and mm-hmm. and I I did it, and I pretty much stick to it. I fall off the wagon wa- once in a while, you know. I'm not perfect, and and I don't, and nobody is, you know. No. Just just start out slow, and and if you can get two hours uh, a week, like. Um, Sunday and Wednesday, you know, just just do something for yourself.
0: Yeah. So if you don't have a full day, like you said, and, and thank you for mentioning that, because uh, there are. People listening that they have small children, they work, they they can't even imagine taking a full day for themselves, but it doesn't have to be. It can be an hour, it can be a bubble bath, it can be a walk, it can be a half-hour yoga class, it can just be that that time that you block out that is for you. And I don't know if you knew that you were doing this or not, Tammy, but in doing that and taking that time, be it five minutes or a full day, you're actually down regulating your cortisol. So that stress response that we get that I guarantee, I mean, your your stress levels were so high that oh, yeah. chances are if we were to have test tested your cortisol levels at that time, you would have been flatlined. You would have been full adrenal fatigue adrenal exhaustion like done in taking that time for yourself you're actually nurturing your adrenal glands you're decreasing inflammation you're you're helping your cortisol levels to get back to normal and it may take a while and you know with some people we need supplementation or whatnot but but it just doing that one little act is actually beyond beneficial for your health for your thyroid for your Hashimoto's
1: yeah, I agree. You know, and it's helped me tremendously. I think everybody should uh, learn the word "no" and learn to say it to people, you know, <laughs> and, and not feel bad about it. You know, say uh, "no." Uh, you know, I can't take on anything else, and and just you know, don't feel bad about saying the word "no" because uh, your health comes first. And if you don't have your health, you can't help anybody else.
0: So, so. true. We're, we're in a world of overcommitting. Yes, you know, we say yes to everything. And I know I, I guarantee you their moms listening that are taking their kids to the hockey and soccer and football and baseball and working and cooking dinner and folding the laundry. And it's just, it's, it's, it's yes to too many things. That's right. what it is. It's yes to way, way, way too many things. I'm taking a minute to interrupt the podcast just to tell you how you can sign up for a free discovery call with me. To learn how we can work together as a team and how i can help you to get your life back so if you go to my website at amyhorneman.com and click on book a call you can schedule a call that's convenient for you it'll be about 20 minutes 30 minutes and that's where you will learn what it looks like to work with me everything that we cover top to bottom with your health how we develop a treatment plan, a personalized nutrition plan, a personalized supplement plan, and how we work together as a team with me holding your hand to get you your life back. So, Tammy, I want to circle back to, I mean, all of the stress that you had. Like you said, yes, you did take time to grieve. We know that stress can kind of turn on that switch of of Hashimoto's. So thinking back, did you have any symptoms prior to the loss of your son or were you pretty much healthy and then going through that grief period is basically when all of the symptoms came crashing down on you? I believe I had Hashimoto's before that. Uh, because
1: my sister has uh, Graves disease mm-hmm. and uh, looking back on it all, constipation, dry skin, dry hair, you know, and my memory started to really get bad. Uh, my son and my husband would say, just spit it out, spit it out, you know. Mm-hmm. And of course, they didn't know what was wrong and neither did I. <laughs> and it was Hashimoto's. Right. So um, you think you are have Alzheimer's and you don't, it's your thyroid doing it. Once you have it checked and you get on the right meds and the right diet and uh, you know get on your uh, the road to healing and uh, get rid of the stress as much as you can. You can't get rid of it all and uh, mm-hmm. make life changes. You know you'll find out that uh, a lot comes back. <laughs> your yeah.
0: memory won. Mem- and then, yeah, getting on the right thyroid med, like you said, just optimizing it, you know, T4 only normally does not work for people pretty much yeah. at all. So there's that. And then would you say, I know the answer, but would you say that it was a combination of, yes, get on the right thyroid med, but also you need to do the things for yourself. You need to eat better. You need to take out the gluten. You need to sleep. You need to de-stress. So and not make excuses as to why you can't do these things, because so many of us do make excuses. We'll find one after the other and, and just think it's, you know, quote, unquote, too hard. So would you agree that it was a combination of lifestyle changes and the medication that really brought you to this point of feeling better? Oh,
1: definitely. You know, it has to be uh, lifestyle changes. That's a definite. As much as you can, the medicine, you know, getting it regulated properly and on the right medicine and um, the stress. Diet's key. Gluten. Um, uh, some people have to get rid of the milk. I have to be careful of milk.
0: You know, eggs. And I love eggs. Some people are sensitive to eggs. Some aren't. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Me, the nightshades, you know, tomatoes, potatoes, and um, peppers. And it was hard. You know, I thought I was going to go out of my mind. You know, it kind of overwhelmed me. Yeah. And I say to people, don't let it overwhelm you. If you just remove gr- gluten, do one thing at a time, work on that, and then go to milk if it's milk and move on to the other ones. You know, baby steps.
0: Oh. Yeah. Little changes. Big, yep. Yep. Definitely. Definitely. That's, that's actually a really great tip for people because I think people do get overwhelmed and they're trying to make all of these changes at one time. And I just had this conversation with a patient last week. Just take one thing. Like if you just remove sugar, just just remove sugar, take it out of your coffee, get rid of the coffee mate creamer um, with the added sugar in it, you know, just, just remove sugar. And that's one baby step to do. Um, yeah. You just break it down. You break it down into baby steps and then it becomes way more doable and you don't have to feel overwhelmed with making all these changes and the pressures of life on top of you.
1: Right. You know, sugar's a hard one because it's in everything, but mm-hmm. get away from it as much as you can. Uh, chocolate's a hard one for me because I was a chocolate-holic.
0: I mean, no. I love chocolate. I need too. <laughs> we can still do dark chocolate though. It's a little yeah. bit of a taste bud change, but we can still do that. Yeah. 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 And so how did you keep yourself from making excuses? You could easily, easily have said, listen, I'm I'm still grieving. I'm still, I don't have time to do this. I don't have, I mean, how did you how do you not make excuses?
1: How do I not? Well, yeah. I kind of made up my mind. I I took a look in the mirror one time at my life and what had happened. And I read some good books and, you know, there's a counselor that lives down the street from me.
0: Mm-hmm. That's helpful.
1: <laughs> she She's a really nice lady, you know, just pretty down to earth. I went to see her and we were talking one time and, and a nice lady. I thought, do I really, and, and I'm, uh, don't get me wrong. I'm all for counseling if you need it. Uh, But I don't want to be there for the next five years of my life. Uh, I knew that my son was gone and he's not coming back. I I still cry at times, which is normal, like at Christmas time or birthdays. And my other son's where he's at. And um, I know he's probably not going to get out. I just made up my mind. I have my husband left. I have two beautiful granddaughters left. I have friends and family and I can sit around and be depressed the rest of my life or I can get up and enjoy what life I have left. Mm -hmm. And I made a choice to get up and enjoy life. And it's a choice and it's hard. Life's hard. Like I said, it's not easy and we're all going to face, uh, you know, things in life uh, that we thought would never happen to us. You you have to go through it, you have to deal with it, and then move on with your life. And that's what I've chose to do. And it's not easy. It hurts me when I see other people with their children, they're out with them, and uh, they have their adult children, they come see them. And that uh, I don't have mine. I've just accepted it. It hurts me. Yeah. But I'm not, I'm not going to sit there in deep, dark depression and cry the rest of my life. I'm not going to do it. And mm-hmm. and my faith has gotten me through. And uh, like I say, uh, you know, exercise, some gentle kind of exercise, stretching, yoga, tai chi, walking, sunshine, get a pet, a dog. You don't yeah. have any kids or a husband, get something, a cat, a dog.
0: Yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, no, that, hey, that's, those, those are studies. Studies show that... Pets lower your, your blood pressure and, and help with de-stressing. So yeah, no, absolutely. And and I think what you said too about it being a choice, you're right. Yeah. You, you were at a, you, you go crawl in a fetal position and here's a bottle of wine, have at it and a cake, you know? I mean, nobody would judge you if you did, but you didn't. And that's my point of bringing you on is how many of us are making stupid excuses, out that Well, I just don't have the time. We, yes, you do. Yes, you do have the time. You do have the the ability to make that choice to not be in self-pity mode. You have that ability to cook food instead of going through the drive through. Yes, you do have the time and choices to make. If you did it, everybody can do it because your story, I've never heard of anybody being slammed with as much stress as you have.
1: Yeah, it's, it's it's been tough. And like I said, I met people in compassionate friends. They've lost two children, and they had five children and lost two children. And one lady lost her husband one ma- month, and she had already lost a son. Mm-hmm. And then she lost her daughter the next month after the husband, you know. Yeah. And I've, I've seen all different kinds of scenarios. And they got up, and they went on, and they went on with their lives, too. Uh, not that you shouldn't grieve and feel bad for a couple of years, you're going to. Absolutely. And I, I, didn't, I didn't take any medicine, antidepressants or anything. And uh, I knew the gr- grief process because I went to Compassionate Friends. You know, there's lots of people out there uh, just like us. There's Hashimoto's groups, and 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 then, uh, you, you know, you've been very helpful to me, and I appreciate it. God bless you. Blessings bless to you, Amy and the many people that you help and point in the right direction. And, and you got to do research on your own. Uh, we have so much. You can get on the internet, on your cell phone, and, and there's loads of, of real easy autoimmune recipes, paleo recipes. Print them off. I, I have uh, folders full of them, yellow folders. Uh, I have desserts. I have um, main meals. I have meats. I have salads. And I grouped them all and I have off about 30 in each folder. You know, they're not boring. There's some that are just five ingredients.
0: If I can do it, anybody can do it. <laughs> anybody can do it. Yeah, it, it's that easy. Just pick pick the easy recipes. Don't pick yep. a recipe that's 20 ingredients long. Pick one that has five ingredients. In fact, I think you can even Google like five ingredient paleo recipes. Yep. And boom. There you go. So there's just yeah there's just no excuse and and I know so many people are are thinking of you as an inspiration right now just from just from sharing your story and it's so appreciated because like I said in the very beginning it's going to hit home it's going to change people's perspective. Right. Um, right. It it really is. So, you know, he, and 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 grief in of itself can cause a flare. So did you Notice, did you have a worsening of symptoms when your, your second son went through what he did with the legal system? And, and I mean, that had to have been a drawn out, I mean, just painful couple of years going through all that, you know, between his, his heroin use, and then just the whole legal process that he had to go through and you went through with him. So did you notice that you got way worse at that time?
1: Yeah, I I was sitting down one night my husband had went away and I was sitting down and I just happened to flip on a TV and the news was on and here they were taking him out uh in a suit and it was on the news and I I just sat down and I I was just besides myself and I uh went to work one day and I went in and I flipped a newspaper over and his picture was in the newspaper right there, you know. Uh it, it was it was tough and I remember taking my hands at work and putting them on my head and I was crying and this one girl was looking at me and I said I'm going to make it. I'm going to get through this. I'm going to make it, you know. And this was in the very beginning and and I was just crying and and I got my composure back and I just got up and I, I went on. I got up every day and I went to work and it was hard. I, I had this uh, great boss. He he was the owner where I work and he came in and he sat down and I well, I went out to him and I said, you know, if you want me to leave, I'll leave. I said, you know, I told him what my son did. I said, Bill, I'll leave. And he says, oh, no, Tammy, we don't want you to leave. And I remember him giving me a hug. And he come in the lunchroom and he gave me this most compassionate talk. (laughs) He was the best guy. He -hmm. says, Tammy, mothers really take it hard when their children do things, you know. And he just went on and on and, and just had such nice things to say to me. And I said, you know, if people start coming up to me at work and doing things to me, I said, I can't take it. And I can honestly tell you, he must have had a talk with everybody and not one person said a word to me. I know they talked, but nobody said anything to me. And I went on with my work as usual. And that was a blessing right there. I couldn't have asked for a better situation, even though it was hard every day to get up and go to work. I mean, uh, I was blessed. I, I hold him in high esteem to this day.
0: And, you know, many people wouldn't have been able to see that the blessing in that type of darkness and that kind of in, in that time of darkness, many people would not be able to see any kind of light whatsoever. But you were able to see his his understanding as a, a true blessing.
1: Yeah, yeah. He, he had compassion, you know, and um, and I, I think that's what we're lacking a lot in our society and that compassionate towards others. But, you know, then there comes that time where you, you just have to, you know, pull out of it and and get on with life. Because, like I said, we're all going to go through uh, hurtful things in life, whether people say cruel things to us or whatever. And, you know, maybe you need a job change. Uh, maybe you need to move. and And you can't be afraid to make changes in your life. I know for years I was afraid to make changes. And there's nothing wrong with change. If you need to do it and you can
0: do it, do it. Yep. Don't stay in a position that's going to drag you down even further. I mean, there's certain things that you can't change and certain things that you can. not If you can change them and it's going to make your life better, then then take that leap. Take the leap of faith. Take the risk if you can. And one right. thing that you said earlier, Tammy, I want to circle back to and repeat because I think it's it's very pertinent. And I don't know if everybody heard it to a T, is that you are going to go through things in life that you never expected to go through. We all expect to have, you know, job stress, money stress, relational stress, fight with your spouse, fight with your partner, da-da-da, kids acting up. Um, that's all just kind of expected, like, woe is me, stress. But I, I, I believe your statement, and you are going to go through stress that you never expected to go through ever. If someone were to tell you at the age of 20 that down the road, this is what you're going to go through, A, B, C. You'd be like, you're crazy. There's Uh, no way. There's no chance. I'm going to do everything to prevent that. No way in hell am I letting that happen. doesn't matter. Sometimes it's not a let. Sometimes it just happens.
1: Well, luckily, we can't see into our future. And thank God we can't because it would scare half of us to (laughs) death. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs>
0: yeah and, we just call it quits we'd be done i'm tapping out that's yeah. it
1: <laughs> i would have never married i would have never had any children I who knows i i um these things happen you know accidents happen and and um we may lose a spouse, a child, like I did, a parent, be in a tragic ass, accident. You know, uh, hopefully, none of us will be, but I mean, it's it's part of life, and and um, I don't like it to be, quite frankly, with you, uh, no. Frank. But no. but it, it happens. I had to deal with it, and I did, and I did the best that I could, and uh, I can honestly say I'm content. I have my moments. You know, ask yep. my husband. That's fine. You're allowed. You're Um, you're absolutely allowed to. But the thing of it is you don't want to stay there. You don't want to stay stuck there because if you stay stuck there, you know, that's, that's not a good place to be. You want to move on. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I grieved for four years because he committed suicide that compounded it. And it took me four years to go through the grief process. It's a process. And I could feel my mind releasing and as I went through the process. So um, I, I have a good, uh, I kind of knew when our other son got into trouble, you know, I had some idea. It, it wasn't easy either. It was hard in a different way. And I had to forgive him. Yeah. Forgiveness is a hard thing, but it, it doesn't make them right if you forgive them. It just frees you. Mm-hmm. you know, and that sounds odd, but if you can forgive somebody, even though they've hurt you and, and what they did wasn't right, we understand that, mm-hmm. but it frees you. It it frees you up to move on with your life in freedom. It doesn't right. excuse what they did and it doesn't make them right. It, it frees you to, uh, live a healthier life. And sometimes you'll see them walking down the street and you kind of grate your teeth. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, but um, it, it's true.
0: Yeah. And no, you're absolutely right because carrying around a burden of of hatred and resentment is, is pretty heavy. It's pretty heavy right. on your shoulders to carry around all the time. And, and truth is their lives aren't being affected by, by your hatred and resentment. So right. yeah, no, that's right. a very good point. Very good point of forgiveness. And I hate to say that that what you went through have purpose because no one would say that anyone should go through what you went through to have any kind of purpose or message in the world. But just you, even coming on here, you are giving people hope that you have no idea. And and this message is, I mean, this is going to be listened to thousands of times over, um, over and over and over again. So your message will continue to to permeate people from this day on. And I want you to know that I mean I, I appreciate it more than more than words can say uh, because and i know the listeners appreciate it more than they can say because it's it's truly just a a, a unique story a painful story yeah. you were you were just open and you gave i mean you just gave us all a great message and just a different perspective like i said in the beginning just a different perspective a different set of glasses to put on to look at our own lives and, and to see the things that we're dealing with and say, you know, I think I can deal with this because if Tammy did, then I certainly can.
1: Well, they can. And like I said, if I can do it, they can do it. And um, we all have our uh, story to tell. And like I say, as long as we don't get stuck in it, we move on. Healing takes time. Like I say, uh, and I can't say it anymore. If I can do it, you can do it.
0: Definitely. I agree hundred percent, hundred percent. And thank you for repeating that. I mean, just, I I think everyone needs to hear it. And, and I thank you for your time. And Tammy, before you go, I just want to read you a couple things, just some of the, the comments um, people are making. Thank you, Tammy. You're amazing and a real inspiration for the rest of us. Uh, Great advice. People are saying that, that, you are amazing because it's even harder as we get older. We can get set yeah. in our ways and change is hard. Yes, it is. Yeah. I mean, um, another comment is like you said, you learn and choose to live plus enjoy. Everybody can do it. A very strong and resilient lady, a true inspiration. Thank Seek you. out joy. Even though there is great pain, the world can be a wonderful place. I mean, just the, the comments are amazing. God bless you, Tammy. I will add you to my prayers and hopes that you will continue to persevere. You are an inspiration to us all. The comments are just, thank you, Tammy, for sharing your story. Thank you for your time and outpouring of wisdom. So, I just wanted to read those off to you because I mean, you're it's it's so appreciated you being on here, and I just hope you see just a glimmer. I mean, this is just this is just a glimmer of everyone that will hear this and that you will have affected and inspired. So that's why I wanted to bring you on. So no joke. I mean, you, you had a message. I I heard it when we talked a couple of weeks ago, I was like this, just what you're saying to me, just in a natural flow conversation, this needs to come out, be given to the world as a gift. Like I say, I
1: appreciate you having me on. I never really told my story this much. And um and that's the word, you have to persevere, you know, find people that will build you up, not drag you down. That includes in your own family, you know, yeah, you know, go find those people that are going to build you up and help you and, you know, uh, talk to Amy. She She's great. I love you, Amy. And I, I thank you for having me on and I appreciate it. And, and thank you, all you people are, that are making the comments. I, I appreciate it and um, blessings to you all.
0: Yeah. Well thank you. Thank you so much Tammy and thank you everyone for listening and I would say hey share this with anybody that you know that needs just a little bit of a of a boost or a different perspective on their own life. You know, it's not me if you share it you're not saying, "Hey buddy, get out of your self-pity mode." You're just saying, "Hey, here's some hope. Here's some inspiration. Right. Here's right. here's a way to persevere. Listen to this woman's story because you know, if you think you got it hard and you think you can't make it, I want you to hear how she made it. So just, you know, it's just those little nudges of, nudges of hope and nudges of support. Um, so share this with, with people that, you know, that need it. And, uh, yeah, again, you know, thank you all for listening. I greatly appreciate it.